This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Fucking hell, what have you done to me? Who's got the readies? <laughs> Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Look out, takes, Almunia saves, knock out, follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini! I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Joining us for the opposition view is Ollie from the Butter Pie podcast. Good evening. How are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you guys? All good, mate. Yeah, all good. Apart from we might not have a forward line by the time we finish this podcast. Uh, we <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sold them all. same goes here, to be fair. Yeah. It, it may be Justin and I up front, which wouldn't be good news. Yeah, no, that would be a slow old front line if we did that. But yeah, no, apart from that, mate, all good. All good. How's your season going so far? Uh, It's it's hard to put put your uh, right words on because obviously we're unbeaten and we've not conceded a goal as of yet. Yeah. So it's been positive in that aspect. Yesterday against Rotherham, and you've seen it so many times before, 21 shots yesterday, only six went on target. So we're lacking that clinical edge. So it's whether or not you know, you look at the positives that, you know, we've not conceded and we've gone four unbeaten, not conceded, I think, for the first time. First four games in 134 years in the club's history, we've not conceded for that amount of games at the start of the season. So you even look at the positives from that. You also look at the negatives of, you know, we've not scored, we've only scored one in four games. So, you know, we're lacking one end of the pitch, but doing brilliantly down the other. So it's got a kind of meet in the middle. But so far, I'm pleased. Now I'm not a mathematician, but you've had uh, by what you've just said there. I think you've had some nil-nil draws, haven't you? Uh, yeah, we've had. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, possibly, possibly three. three yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That doesn't make for very interesting football, does it? We had a, a little spell of that, and it's just awful going every week. You're not seeing a goal. It's just horrible to watch. It's frustrating more than anything because we. I don't. I don't even think Rotherham had to sniff the ball for like a full 25 minutes, and we just couldn't score we couldn't score a few players for another 90 minutes to be fair and I, I just hope that you know we finally get a bit more clinical in front of goal what's your transfer activity been like in the summer Ollie um so we've had quite well we've had a, a lot of outgoings you know um we had some big players leave uh, who've done the job for us recently we had Scott Sinclair Tom Barkhausen both leaving and 
to, to be found. I was quite surprised that uh, Barkhausen didn't get a contract. Um, so we've had an influx of new players. The only permanent signing that cost money was Freddie Woodman. I thought that was a fantastic deal, obviously replacing Daniel Iverson, who's gone on back to Leicester, who I thought was the best keeper in the championship last season. We've brought in two new goalkeepers. Jordan Story's come back from his loan against Sheffield at Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, he's become a stalwart in the back of our defence. Um, we've also brought in Ben Woodburn on a free. Yeah. He's done okay. Um, he's try- he, I don't think he's going to force his way into the team. And then obviously, um, Robbie Brady on a free, who's been a fantastic signing so far. Mm. And then the loans of Alvaro Fernandez, whose 45-minute cameo against Huddersfield was very exciting. And then Troy Parrott is also coming on loan from Tottenham. And, you know, he's been linking the play. He looks a step above, to be fair, compared to the what we've had previous. But yeah, we're, we're doing all right. And then there's been certain rumours of our top goal scorer going to Middlesbrough for a double-figure million move with Emil Reese. So, um, yeah, all the fan base are just umming and ahhing whether we're going to get reinvestment if he does go because we've not really had reinvestment recently. You know, we've been losing Robinson and Hugill to West Ham and just not invested it properly. So, we're just a bit on edge at the moment. On edge? Reinvest it if he goes? Welcome. Welcome, Ollie. You're now a Watford supporter. That's the kind of... <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. As we said at the start, we've got the uh, the issues, obviously, with the potential transfers going out and uh, a couple of links today. You know, furthermore, so it'll be interesting to see what we do. In terms of... I mean, Brady is, is kind of... Uh, Robbie Brady was... Formerly at Bournemouth, I think it was. Yes, Bournemouth. Quite, quite, yeah, and it looks like quite a wily old kind of um, uh, player to bring in. I mean, although he was, he was. Am I not wrong? Ex Burnley. How how has he has he got over that uh, that that connection in your eyes already? To, to be fair, I don't really think that um, too many fans are that bothered about Burnley oh. um, because Josh Josh Brownhill went from Preston. And then yeah. he ended up at Burnley. I don't think too many fans were that fussed. I mean, the, the one rivalry that sets us apart is, you know, Blackpool. It, it doesn't make, you know, there'd never be... There was Chris Maxwell who moved from Preston to Blackpool and there's a barrage of abuse for him and just there. So I don't think, especially coming into the club, I mean, if we, if we go and sign, you know, Burnley, we go and sign someone like Matei Vidra. I, I think the fans would love him. So I, I you would, you would love him. We loved him. We thought he was oh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, too right. Yeah, I, I've been a massive fan of Vidra, but I just don't see him coming to Preston realistically. But here we are. You take him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. We, yeah, we were linked man. with Andre Gray as well, but he's gone to... Oh, uh, don't, do don't do it! Dodge the bullet there, my son. Dodge don't the bullet there. Oh, my <laughs> word. Possibly yeah, the worst was, signing ever. Yeah, he went to uh, Greece, actually, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we were linked with Moses Ozabajo and he went to the same Greek team. So we're thinking, you know, they're copying our transfer. Re- <laughs> well, I've got to say that Preston's loss is also Greece's loss there. Um, just... <laughs> Dreadful, dreadful player. Yeah. Am I right in saying you were also linked with Ethan Laird, who was supposed to be coming to us at one point? We've been linked with so many players recently. It's been shocking. And, you know, North End fans were expecting, you know, Ethan Laird. We were then expecting either Brooke Norton Coffey, Kessler Hayden. And, you know, Kessler Hayden's gone to Huddersfield. Ethan Laird's gone to QPR. Yeah. And I was sat here with our legs crossed and our arms crossed going, What's next? <laughs> sounds sounds very familiar, this guys. I don't know if you're feeling the same, but yeah, yeah, I'm taking very, notes. Yeah, sounds very familiar. Um, I've got to ask Ollie uh, the name of the podcast. 
this, this is when I when I um, discovered you, your that that name stood out from a mile off. Butter Pie Podcast, and I, I messaged you separately to sort of say, "What on earth is a butter pie?" Um, and 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 I think and I think for the Watford uh, listeners to this, you need to explain this because I'm I'm going to Preston, and I'm going to be all over a butter pie. First of all, the name was sprung to, I mean, it was a couple of us in a group chat trying to decide what, what we could name it because we were trying to think, we were like, the original Invincibles podcast, we're like, this, this. Well, what's staple to Preston? You know, a butter pie. Yes, we <laughs> called the Butter Pie podcast about football. What a butter pie is, and for uh, any Watford fans listening, it, it's a pie um, with, it's. I think it's just, butter and potato and it's just like a creamy thing inside um it is a bit bland i won't lie to you but if you whack some brown sauce on top with some gravy it's beautiful if you're up in preston um it's one of the staples i think i might be reaching for the omeprazole if i start eating uh, (laughs) that that sounds like heartburn central to me mate that sounds like a really bad idea i've got to say i i will do i will do a pie review at preston with uh with, with the butter pie we'll, we'll see see what it's all about yeah yeah at me on it tell me what you think of it i will i will 100 percent, 100 percent. he will and he'll also do that when he's in the toilet about 20 minutes later going, oh, <laughs> up, burn. i need some Ollie, <laughs> fuck, you know, what have you done to me? who's got the readies <laughs> uh ollie on the game itself i was at the the, the birmingham city game yesterday and, and from a watford point of view we were we were a little bit toothless up front. Didn't really well, created enough chances. Just didn't take them, which has been the the way this season, unfortunately. But what's your? Um, I guess it's a hard one to answer because we we don't know who we're going to have. But is there any players in the Watford side that really stick out for you that you're you're thinking? I hope they don't turn up, or I hope they get sold. It's obviously Ishmael Asar and. Um, Jao Pedro, uh, I'd prefer them not to show up, and I prefer you know Keenan Davis also not to show up. Um, but obviously, um, Keenan Davis will probably show up. Um, and uh, and again, um, is that Kamara still? Is yeah, he he, he's not suspended, he, is he? Because I think he only got a one match suspension for getting sent off, didn't he? I think he should be back on Saturday. Am I right? Straight Pete? red, wasn't it? Yeah. Am I right, Pete? It's a one match ban for a red, I, I thought it was going to be a three match, and somebody did say it was a one match ban, but I didn't know. Uh, I, I, I'm not too sure, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, no, he, he is certainly with the team still. But for some reason, we have been playing him inexplicably as a right wing back up until the last game, and then he got sent off. So uh, yeah. this, se- this season hasn't really been pulling up trees as much as he does when he's in his right position. Yeah. And, and I think the other two that you named there um, will, will probably be, uh, I don't know, Jao Pedro. I, I, I'm not convinced with the rumours I, I just I, I can't see a selling I really can't unless the player really does say I want to go I, I just got a sneaky suspicion that this one is a bit of a somebody's thrown Jao Pedro's name under somebody else's nose and it's all all got blown out of proportion but I, I could be completely wrong but I, I just have a sneaky suspicion we'll have we'll have Jao Pedro uh, that's the one that's the one player that I'm most nervous about I'd probably say I'm more nervous about Jao Pedro playing than Ishmael Asar that's probably because um, our back three um, Liam Lindsay does very well against big physical strikers he does well in aerial battles you know um, Mitrovic he kept quiet both games last season and he's done well against you know all the teams that have played against us so far but they do have a big physical centre half so I am hoping that you know Keenan Davis does start I mean I'm totally jinxing it Keenan Davis could come up and score an hat trick but I'd, I'd, <laughs> I hope so <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd prefer, 
right right now, I'd prefer Keenan Davis starting over Jal Pedro because you know mm. a bit a little bit of nifty footwork and you know my head's in my hands on, on the on the town end. So fingers crossed, Jal Pedro gets sold to Newcastle. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Thanks, Ollie. Appreciate it, that. It's all right. <laughs> I think there's a Fingers chance crossed. for myself. I think there's a chance, but we'll see. I think Sar's gone. I don't. Sar's gone. We're going to yeah. be seeing him again. I think he's off to Crystal Palace, but it just remains to be seen about Pedro, really. Sports Social, now on the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Ashley Blaker, and I'm hosting a new season of the comedy panel show, Never Write Off the Germans, in partnership with my diesel claim. Join me and my esteemed comedy guests as we discuss all that's ridiculous with the greatest show on earth this winter in a host nation with domestic football equivalent to the Isthmian League South. We'll guide you through the tournament covering everything that's funny with the countries taking part. Whether you're a diehard fan or an occasional bandwagon jumper, you're supporting your home nation until they're embarrassingly knocked out by Iran. Listen on the Sports Social Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. But remember, never write off the Germans. You know, we've, we've had a good start to the season in general. I mean, um, yesterday was a, a one-all draw away at Birmingham, which it's not the worst result in the world, to be, to be fair. But we're not setting the world on fire in terms of goals. And when your front three that you've started with at the beginning of the season are all being linked or virtually all gone elsewhere, the old warning flares start to go off in my mind that the, the shit is going to hit the fan because as great as I think Davis is as a signing, and Pete will probably jump in here and go, no, 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 do his Boris Johnson impression. Um, <laughs> that he's not he's not been prolific in his career. but me? It, no, I've never been prolific in my career. <laughs> <laughs> But he, but he does, he does add that, you know, and he's, he was part of a Nottingham Forest team that got promoted. Um, he, he was in and out of the Aston Villa side, so there's a lot of potential there. I just, I, I think that the transfers that are ha- potentially happening now are coming at the wrong time for Watford, and it could could have a big effect on our season. Anyway, that's a nice depressing thing to uh, <laughs> yeah, round, yeah, round, round, my, there, little, round my little bit off. With. <laughs> set us up nicely there for a fall. Cheers. <laughs> I'm really not looking forward to this now. Anybody might suspect that Carl didn't get home until uh, two thirty last night. I've got a story. Had a sizable Uber bill. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the joys of being back in the championship and Saturday, Tuesday football, except for the Saturday part. Finally, we've got a Saturday game. I know. I know. Proper time. Proper date. Proper club. I have to say about Preston. Yeah. Um, PNE. Absolutely. (laughs) Ollie. Question, sir. When we were looking at, uh, in, in, in the good old days, when we used to have Roy Hodgson, who was an impression I could also do, but now he, he's he been, he's gone, so I'm developing this Boris Johnson thing. It's not working well. Don't worry about it. One of the managers that, that when we were talking about getting young, up-and-coming, vibrant manager, one of the ones that was mentioned was Ryan Lowe, who, of course, you've got. How well has he gone down with the PNE guys? How, I mean, you were sort of mid-table-ish last year, but w- what was the overall view on uh, on Ryan Lowe I think the fans love him um, it's the first manager who's now come in that the fans had a proper connection with obviously we did with Alex Neal we had mm. some sort of connection but that kind of swayed away in the end to be fair to Ryan Lowe and uh, I can't lie the, the fan to manager connection couldn't have been uh, any more low than you know when we had Frankie McAvoy as manager and you know Ryan Lowe came in when Season ticket holders just weren't even turning up to the games. I can't, I can't lie to you. So uh, he's come in, and you know, we, last season he uh, he brought 
promotion form, like playoffs form, um, for the rest of the season with the same squad, which was very impressive. Obviously, we got Cameron Archer on loan, which was a massive reason why uh, we did so well last season. The, the connection with the fans, he does a fist pump after we win, and it's just that sort of connection that you know we've been craving for someone that we can see on a, on a on a level playing field. That you know we get he gets us as fans. You know we gets what we want to see. We want to see attacking, flowing football, and you know that's what we have got. You know, yesterday. I'm going to say yesterday against Rotherham was the best I've ever seen Preston North End play, probably in my life. I I can't lie because we were superb. Everything clicked besides the ball hitting the back of the net. And you you couldn't have asked anything more. You know, wing-backs were coming inside, cutting inside. You know, balls were getting whipped in. All all we needed was the back of the net to ripple. And, you know, it would have been perfect, perfect performance. So, yeah, we've totally converted into you know a possession-based side who wants to keep the ball wants to attack and wants to stamp their authority on the game rather than letting teams come to us or we go to teams and they play their game and we try and take them apart piece by piece we kind of want to stamp our own authority and you know Ranlow's brought that in and onwards and upwards I should say so so what we're saying here just 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 to go back on this a second is a lack of empathy and connection with fans he comes in he's got fist bumping qualities he's kind of really kind of connecting with the fans and you're all behind him you are a Watford fan lost in Lancashire <laughs> this is absolutely <laughs> daft in fairness, you lost us when you said, and then we were playing lovely football because we're not quite there yet. But no. but we're but we're behind we're behind our man, Mr. Rob Edwards. You know, and all of the things that you said there are are things that I think we're absolutely absolutely hankering for. We'll see. Obviously, if the if the the one thing that you haven't managed to properly get going yet is is the, you know the goals for column. We, we touched on him earlier on. Troy Parrott, he was he's the kind of understudy to Harry Kane, but never seems to never seem to get a game. He went out to uh, Ipswich, I think it was, and then I think last season he was at MK Dons. So yeah. he's taken a jump up to the Championship. You think he's looking good though? I think he was the best player on the pitch yesterday. Um, when he went to MK Dons, and you can see that now, he he drops a bit more deep and tries to link up the play a bit more. And I, I was mentioning this um, on my podcast before, and I think I think the lack of goals is because we've switch to a one striker formation since the Huddersfield Cup game when we won 4-1 mm-hmm. um, and Parrott's been dropping deep and linking the play and we've been playing you know one creative midfielder but also a box-to-box midfielder to try and support him we've got to kind of counteract whether we're going to overload the midfield then help you know us run the midfield or we bring in you know Emil Reese who plays a striker where Parrot can, you know, maybe just link with him and we'll have a better chance of scoring. So it kind of counteracts each other. Ranlow's got to try and find a way to help Parrot, you know, help Reese and score in a way. Because he plays as a bit of a second striker, I should say, but we've been playing him as a sole striker. And he he had two golden opportunities yesterday, um, which he missed. I'd be disappointed if he wasn't getting the chances rather than, you know, not having the chances at all, to be fair. So he's getting the opportunities. It's only it's probably inevitable that he'll score now or then because he scored against Huddersfield. He didn't score against Luton, but he should have. He should have scored yesterday. So Yes, he should have. Yeah, yes, yeah, he should have. Just for elimination of doubt, everybody should always have scored against Luton. Yeah, that's, that's it yeah. goes without saying. Yeah. It's good, good to put that one to rest. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Think of think of them as like you know Blackpool. You know they play in orange. It's just <laughs> we, don't, we don't like them. it's a shit hole as well. Both <laughs> yeah. places are shit holes. Yeah, what Carl said. 
Now, I, I appreciate that this is going to go out in audio-only format, so I don't intend to linger too long on this point, and it's nothing really to do with football. I've just realised you look like someone, Ollie. Um, oh. Now, now I hope you don't take this the wrong way. Have you ever seen the film Train Spotting? I have not, no. Oh, I've just got, yes. You're what absolutely right. Now there you know what? A, go on. I'll get it up on Google, come on. Uh, look up Ewan Bremner, uh, who plays a character called Spud. <laughs> In train spotting, and I think Bremner, Bremner, yeah, who plays Spud. Oh, it will just, bring up a guy that looks absolutely smashed out of his nut, but just you're not it, saying just that for nice. instance, could, guys, could, could we at least get the prediction before you start unnecessarily <laughs> insulting everybody? What you need to do, though, Ollie, is look up train spotting. You and Bremner or Spud train spotting. I'm very sorry, mate, but you do. There is a there is a resemblance. Have you been sitting on this while Ollie's been talking? I've just been sitting there thinking. Been like, who does he look? Like? <laughs> I have. I have. I've been doing that, and I've just been looking through Spud train spotting. I went, oh god. Anyway, that is that is that. Honestly, it's a great film as well. So I hope you're over 18 because that is a great film, and uh, it's well. Worth watching. Um, we'll now move away from looky like yes. Um, yes, let's move away from train spotting one and two. Yes. <laughs> and we'll move on oh. to probably the prediction, I think, Peter. It might the, be a good okay. time to drop that in, the, don't you think? We, we did say the other day it, we, are, we are definitely the podcast that brings you something other than competence. <laughs> well, you know, like I say, this is purely meaningless as well because none, none of this is going out on video. It's so, audio only. True. It, just, it, it, just, it just amused me. That's all. This is true. So, we will come to the predictions league. Ollie, you will be pleased to know that both Carl and Justin have been taking on opponents in the championship this season in terms of trying to predict the outcomes of the future games. I think I can honestly say that both the opponents in the AFL and Carl have been entirely shite, right? <laughs> Justin has managed to fluke Hang one on. game and one result. You're on zero points, mate. Come on. Come on. This is this is Justin, <laughs> rock bottom of every fantasy league ever played, right? And he's leading this table. It's a mm. disgrace. So yeah, okay, you, I'll give you that. So the, the way you score points is if you get win, lose, or draw, if you get that, that's worth a point if you predict that okay. right. If you get the score difference right. So if, for example, Watford beat you 3-1, but you predicted a 2-0 win for Watford, same goal difference, that's another point. And if you pick it all out right, you get three points. So what do you think the score line's going to be on uh, on Saturday? We always go to our guest first. It's a really tough one because it could go one or either way. The thing is, North End need a bit of confidence. So... If we score early, I can see us going on to win. But as of recent, I can't see us scoring early. I'm going to go... I'm going to stick my neck on the line. I'm going to say 1-0 Preston. 1-0 Preston. Fair enough. We're going to win. So if, 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 if Preston win 2-0, you get a single point. If they win 2-1, you get two points. If they win, obviously, 1-0, you're going to get the three points. So what, what, will t- what I would add is the reason I've probably said that is because as of recent, we've put fans on four corners of the pitch. So there'll be uh, where where the where the Watford fans will be. It's going to be a split cop. What Watford fans will be uh, like? So you're behind the goal and you'll be on the left hand side for you, and there'll be fans on the right hand side. And I feel like that atmosphere has helped. You know the players. I don't, I don't know. It gives them a lot more confidence at home. I feel like they're going to make Deep Dell a fortress because the atmosphere has been brilliant from that. So I'm going to back the boys and say one 0 press. That's that's the only reason. I think I can say without risk of uh, of disagreement that was the most considered response we've had to this whole nonsense all season. Well done, Ollie. Eh? Taking this stuff seriously, I like to see that. So providing us balance and not doing any of that, Justin, you're leading. What do you think the score is going to be? 
Well, um, away from home, we have been conceding, um, but we have also been scoring. And we don't even know who's going to be up front for this match, do we yet? It could be a completely whole new front line. With that in mind, then, I'm going to stick to a 1-1 draw. Oh, I see he's playing the odds there in terms of two away games, two 1-1 draws. That's very good. Very good, Carlos. Are you gonna go? Are you gonna go for a Watford win, or are you gonna be? Uh, are you gonna be like uh, like Justin and manic depressive? <laughs> um, I I am gonna be manic depressive. Actually, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna do something quite scary. I'm gonna agree with Ollie. Oh, I've got a you, horrible you... feeling, and he, no, I'm annoyed that he said one nil because I wanted one nil. Carl, you almost look all being in the toilet after the butter pie. There you yeah, go. That's true. Yeah. Well, there's there's something to look forward to. Carl, yeah. You're going to the game, aren't you? You're, yes. You're, you're going to the game. Convinced we're going to lose. It's a long yes. way to go, mate. So. You're going to be a joy, aren't you? Right. Okay. Yeah. So yes. What are you going for? <laughs> what, are you, what are you going for then? Um. Uh, I mean, I I I personally think it will be one nil, but I will go. I will. I'll say two one to Preston. Two one. A one all. A two uh, Ollie. We seem to think that your your manager and uh, Troy Parrott are going to find a bit of form this Saturday. Obviously, I don't, but I'm delusional. What do I know? <laughs> so, <laughs> there we go. There we go, people. Look it up on do not scratch your eyes.com and uh, look under the prediction league, and you'll see how the you know the the two heroes of the piece, Carl and Justin, who don't forget <laughs> predicted that at this moment in time we'd be in the Europa League last season. <laughs> not saying they know fuck all. Why have you got to say all. that? <laughs> it's a matter. Of public record. It's a matter of public yeah, record, mate. It's, 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 it's no need for that. It's out I'm there. Just saying, I'm just saying, you've both predicted losses. Everybody's listening to this in Watford going, oh, Jesus Christ, what are they doing now? Hang I'm on. just giving them, I, giving I, them calls for I, I went for a draw. I went for 1-1. One, one. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I, I, oh, that's true. Yeah. It's a glimmer yeah, of hope. Got, he got splinters. <laughs> it's like, no, it's just a glimmer of hope is all it is. It's, it's a glimmer like, of hope. Yeah. I, do, I just, I, I really can't see a positive result with everything that's going on this week. I just I don't know why I'm oh, sorry and, I'm, I know, and I am going I know which is technically making me a lemon because I'm going there for fuck all really but <laughs> um, yeah well, anyway, hey, 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 I hope I'm wrong I hope I'm wrong of course I do I'll, I'll welcome, watch this with. Of course I do. welcome everybody you've rung you've uh, tuned into the Sunday service um, <laughs> 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 that's such an in-joke I'm so sorry Ollie yeah, oh dear oh dear, dear. never mind hi this is Marlon King and you're listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast thank you very much for joining us Ollie it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you and uh, well maybe Cole might bump into you at, uh, at Deepdale. On, yeah, with uh, a butter pie in hand. The suffering yeah. the after effects yeah. of a butter pie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just... th- thanks for having me on and I'll look forward to that review. Yeah. Okay. Yes, absolutely, mate. I will. I will tag you. You. You have my words. You have my words. That might be the might be the highlight of the weekend for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope so. <laughs> that that and reaching for the antacids about an hour after eating it, I should think. Would be. I, got, I got three and a half, four hours in the car. So Mate, God help those people. That's bad. That's really, really bad. And uh, if you do get a chance, Ollie, do check out Train Spotting. I think you'll enjoy that film. Um, and uh, listen, it's been an absolute pleasure. I'm really sorry. You do look, really? you look like you're in Bremner. I'm sorry. He can't, he's, he can't get out of his head now. That's done. That's I'll watch it tonight. I'll watch it tonight. It's a fantastic film. It's really 1996, 95, 96. Uh, Robert Carlyle and uh, Ewan McGregor. Excellent film. I, um, I often get a shit Ricky Gervais, Ollie, just to make you feel better. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> there you go. Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to let you go, my man. Thank you very Perfect. much for joining us on the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. It's been Thank an absolute pleasure talking to you. Oh, man, Ollie. Cheers, Stop Ollie. Up. Take care. Good luck on Saturday. Cheers, yeah, bud. See you later. Thank right. you. See you guys. Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.